0: Hey, guys, before we get into this episode, we wanted to give a really quick disclaimer. This episode, we are going to touch on the topic of suicide. So if you or anyone you love is struggling with suicidal thoughts or needs help in this area, please, please, please don't hesitate to contact the Suicide Prevention Hotline. And the number for that is 1-800-273-8255. So I opened the emails Mm -hmm. today. And it was an email titled Taryn Renee. Taryn, directly to you. Yeah, girl. How exciting. And it says, hi, Taryn. I heard you wanted an email addressing just you and not Ashley. So here it is. Oh my- <laughs> and then it says, sorry, Ash. So she's still talking to you. <laughs> it's fine. I feel left out, but okay. And then she said, on a serious note, I love you guys both and you make my day a hundred times better with your podcast Aww. yes also the last episode I lost it when you mentioned Charlie Ping because Brett scared you guys yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was true it was true we were all <laughs> we were like still coming down off of the scare when Taryn touched the bed and realized it was what <laughs> I was like what just
0: you guys this is serious Charlie's old. He he's he's getting he's, up there. Everyone's always so shocked when I say, but he's eleven. He's a,
1: he doesn't, and like I'm i If you follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen photos. But he's a very young looking Yorkie, he doesn't oh, have, yeah he doesn't have like gray whiskers on his face or anything like that um like my dogs do like he looks very young and he even acts very young oh, so he acts like such a, a toddler. shock when you realize he's 11
0: yeah and um he's an old man he's he started leaking oh buddy like, when he sleeps, like, I don't think he has bladder control because oh, I'll wake no. up and I'm like, why is there, like, a puddle? And he just looks up and he's so happy, like, completely unaware. Aww. So whereas, like, before he,
1: he'd know, like,
0: he peed the bed or something if like he, that. If there was a spot, he peed intentionally Got it. because he was like, I have to pee. Yeah. Now it's like, I think it just, like, leaks out of him. So I'm like, like, our diapers in our future? <laughs> like, yeah. <sighs>
1: yeah. Oh. Or a very, very black bedspread.
0: Ew. It just smells so, like pee, so but you, can you like can't see it. Throw it in the wash
1: and it doesn't matter because like my dog the other day threw up on my, this is just life Where with did dogs. This, come from? this is just life with dogs. My dog threw up the other day on my comforter and just, you know, to paint a better picture, I have a white comforter. So I like immediately like strip everything off, throw it in the washing machine, add oh, a yeah. little extra more bleach than I probably oh, yeah. should have. Um, it worked like it came out, but the sheer panic like like I don't know why I have a white comforter I shouldn't I shouldn't because I have dogs it's
0: because it's 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 very much like both of our vibes like it's like white clean
1: there's something about like a fluffy white comforter that it's like oh yeah I'm sleeping on a cloud it's it's like like a mental thing she bougie I wouldn't go bougie. bougie it's just like it's like it reminds me of a cloud and I like it I like
0: that. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So now I kind of understand why we don't give me all the power because when I start a conversation, we end up talking about dog pee and throw up. Yeah. I don't. And sleeping on a I don't know. Maybe people are into this.
1: Maybe this is relatable.
0: (laughs) Cool. Hello, everyone. and Welcome to Unsolicited Advice, um, the podcast where do unprofessional girls give you (laughs) are wanted because you wrote in let's be real for it advice where you know we just we just dig into you we Mm -hmm. dig into your lives Mm -hmm. um what we would do
1: yeah is someone crying is a dog there's a dog at the door
0: oh It looks like Chloe. You know, this is like a dog themed episode. Well, you get that. I'll just talk. Um, So it's still quarantine, Avi, and we are still, you know, recording in Ashley's room. Ashley actually surprised me the other day with a purchase she made. Um, We look so freaking official and we'll definitely like take pictures and post it on our stories but she got these like mic stands so like mine's clipped to a tv tray next to the bed and then ashley has it on her little side ashley is a whole freaking mood right now she has like I really am. plants cascading over her lap like she's just like she's a vibe <laughs> i'm in my own like
1: jungle coffee chair yeah. <laughs> corner
0: well people probably originally were like how like how is it that they're in Ashley's room and Taryn gets the bed and Ashley has to sit in this chair in the corner and I'm like no you guys don't understand the, She's chair, like, the chair's like chair's a vibe vi- she has to be in her like vibe I can't wait to post it for you guys it's oh, yeah. like
1: it's so it's so comfortable um, Taryn does have the be comfy bed yes. which you know is is coveted in many ways but I have a coffee table
0: Well now but now you have the one up because now with the sand I have to sit up Yeah like, Whereas,
1: like, Taryn would just lay down as oh, if
0: you were in, like, you know, your a sack of potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. was, she has to sit up straight all, now. Yeah. <laughs> Working on my posture. Um, but, anyways, we love you guys. We are so freaking honored. I don't know. I just, like, I had this emotional moment the other day where I was like, this is so cool. Like, we're so blessed because so many people have struggled and are not able to do the things that they're passionate about in this time. Like it's harder, right? Like you're not seeing people, you're not going out. Like you're trying Mm -hmm. to be smart. And the fact that we not only get to record, but like, You know, like, the studio gave us some equipment. Like, we have the means to do this, the time to do this, and it sounds, like, good. Like, I've heard some podcasts, and I'm like, ooh, like, they're definitely using their phones to record now. You know what I mean? Like
1: it's a dramatic difference. Yeah,
0: it's just, I feel just so blessed, and, like, it's made me realize how much, like, I need this. Just as much as you guys are, like, always emailing us, like, you're the only thing getting us through quarantine. Like, no, like, we need you just as much. So, it's been really fun but yeah we look way more professional minus you know our appearances Not being real, you know you don't need to see us though that's the beauty of podcasting
1: yeah. so different from YouTube
0: we should just care. pretend we're, be, like be like oh yeah my hair looks so good today my makeup's on fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah I <don't> know okay <laughs> anyways how have you been Ash tell us about your life oh
1: my god I'm good this week has been um actually really good so some friends of mine invited me to like work out with them in a park so these last three days I've been waking up at six and I'm not going to lie. Like it was really, it was really hard. This is the, early. I haven't woken up this early all of COVID like oh, at yeah. all,
0: at all. <laughs> She's like one more time, just to emphasize.
1: <laughs> like when I wake
0: up, at, it's oh, dark outside yeah. and
1: that's hard for me. Cause I'm just, I'm not that type of morning person. I'm a morning no. person. Yeah, you are. When I wake
0: up like at eight.
1: I was going to, no, but you're eight. more
0: like, I feel like you, you vibe in the seven o'clock hour. Yeah. Like seven, seven to like eight, which is, is freaking like, early for me. Like you, I am totally that like needy person that gets my feelings hurt when I'm not invited places, but you, you didn't invite me to this workout would, thing you're not gonna come. and I was not phased at all. Yeah. Like I was like, I feel like we just both know, like, this is not going to happen. I would, I would not have extended. Like, I just know you wouldn't come, but you like, would have to be like. Harry Styles is in this class. Yeah. And even then I'd be like,
1: oh, right, Is it worth?" It? And we were talking about this today because we all went and got coffee after before um, I came back home to record. Um, and we were talking we were just realized we were like, at what point in your life would you say that you were so desperate? for socialization and <laughs> some kind of routine that you willingly wake up at six <laughs> That's so to true. meet people at a park at 6 30 <laughs> and work out and it's not let me just tell you guys what we did today We're you know it's covid it's social distancing uh-huh. so we're out in the middle of a baseball field wide open oh, we're sports. there at like 6 30 no one's there it's yeah. so nice and the routine he had two cones across like either side of the field we had to take turns piggybacking each other going back and forth so we would like I would carry one of my friends across oh, the so field you have to do
0: it with someone you came with you had to have a partner
1: yeah oh got it. got it got so it. like you would um like I would I cr- I carried her across the field hmm and then she carried me across the field, and then I ran while she did squats across okay, the but field. But what
0: if like you're not equally matched, like me no. giving you a
1: piggyback versus 100%, you giving me one hundred percent? with a girl the bleh, <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> I'm not okay this morning. <laughs> the girl I carried was very tall and could run like a freaking gazelle, but oh. couldn't carry me. Like it was really hard for oh, her to carry me. Interesting. Like she was weaker when it came to like actual like strength, like when it came to lifting stuff, but she could run no problem. I'm opposite. Oh yeah. I can lift you like no, no problem. But when it comes to like cardio and running, I can't. So we were like opposite. So it was really interesting because she struggled really hard getting me across the field. But then I would like, squat I could hold a squat all day and oh, she, yeah. would, she could run all day so it was like it was really good and then we would squat while the other person ran and then we would do a hold a plank while the other person ran and then we do it all over again and I'm not kidding we did it for 45 minutes dang girl I'm proud of you my body hurts and I did yeah. something yesterday too so it was just like Good on you, man. But we were like, wow, this is where we're at. Like, we were at, yesterday was 150 days of quarantine yeah. for us. And I was like, yeah, I think we're, <laughs> Lexi was like, yeah, I think we're at this point where I'm just like, we just want to feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> Punch me in the face. I need us. You know,
0: like, that's where we're at. So, ooh. that's funny. I know. It's great. It's funny. Like, um, I feel like the, this is like deep, but it's not that deep. But like, I'm I'm going to share a revelation I had. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the whole like body image thing. I've been on my like own journey. Like all my roommates pretty much have been working out, eating healthy, doing their thing. Cause that's like what they need. That's what keeps you guys like sane and like feel good. All that stuff. Also, I feel like the three of us love it. Yeah. That's like what I'm saying. Like we're passionate about like it. That's something yeah. like you need. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, like I... Don't necessarily feel like they need to. And sometimes, like, me, like, post mating food is like, it makes me feel good for like that night or whatever. So I've been trying to like stay really in tune with like what makes me happy and not feeling the like pressure of like having to do what everyone else is doing, which is hard. I mean, it's hard when like you are the bigger one of a friend group. Like, it's just. It's this unspoken, like weird pressure you get. Like you feel like everyone notices it. It's like, it's not fun. Like it's not. That makes sense to me. It's not fun. I get that. Um, But that's stupid that it's not fun. And like, and I'm learning to like, see like the own, like there's things about my body that are like different that you guys don't have that some people might think are attractive or like mm-hmm. vice versa. Like there's no, like we've talked about this there's not like a perfect body or whatever. But my whole thing has been, if I'm gonna start doing like working out, eating healthy, whatever, I want it to come from like a right motivation or a right place because the last thing I need for like my mental and emotional health right now is to start getting into like this weird body thing, which mm-hmm. which can happen. like when i'm when I'm working out because I just want to be as skinny as like the people I live with, I'm not in a good place like because I'm constantly comparing I'm not doing it for myself so there's no like feeling good it's more just like a guilt shame dilemma that comes you know yeah so anyways so I haven't worked out literally like all quarantine and that's been like what I've needed and I've been very like graceful with myself in that but then the other day like I was doing my devotions you guys know we both talk about like we're both Christians. If you're not a Christian, like honestly, I think that you can pull something from this. So just stick around with me. Um, But I was like reading, um, sorry, I keep hitting the stand. (laughs) I got to watch my hand down. Well, usually I'm holding a mic, but now I'm like, Oh, hand motions. Okay. Um, so I was reading in my devotions, um, we're both kind of going through the purpose-driven life. Ashley started it a while ago and was like, Terry, you need to get this. So I'm on like day five or something, <laughs> I'm a newbie. Um, but it was talking about like, like ways, basically like us as Christians, like what's like the purpose of our life, right? And so the one I was talking about was like, to like give glory to God, like make God like joyful and like stuff, whatever, Anyways. If, if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm sorry. I'm getting to it. Um. So anyways, one of the things it said was talking about like how everything we do in life, like when we are doing things that make us happy or we're doing things to use skills that we have or we're doing things just giving all of our effort and like basically being grateful for the things we've been given. Like that's a way that we can bring like glory to God and like make him happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I was like really thinking about it. I've been thinking about it throughout this week. And like one of the things I did is like I got road rage, right? Like ooh, this lady got me good. I was really mad. And I went to glance at her to give her that like typical where you like look at them and are How like, dare I hate you. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then right away I was like, is this necessary? Like, you don't know her story. You don't know what she's going on. You're all fired up. Like chill out. Is this necessary? So I took a deep breath. And instead I just kind of like smiled at her and kept driving. And I was like, that was a moment. Like I did the best that I could. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that was not about her. It was about me like trying to be the best that I could. And so then I started thinking about like my body and I am so lucky that like, I have all, you know, my body functions properly. Like Um, I'm so thankful for the body that I have. And then I was like, yeah, but like, you're not taking care of it and taking pride in it by just like doing whatever you want. Right. Like you have to take care of it and like, be grateful that you have it and have it function. Right. So like the other day I'm walking up the stairs and like my knees hurting because like I gained a couple of pounds, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I need to take pride in like who I am and not just be like, okay with letting whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was, like, pumped for that because that was, like, a a shift of motivation to now where it's, like, no, I just want to take those steps to make sure, like, I'm pouring, like, love and affection and and effort into, like, myself because I'm thankful for, like, the body that I have. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I have the means to do it. So it's been cool, and I'm excited to, like... I'm actually, like, I feel excited to, like, work out. Yay. I'm not, like, committing to this, like oh yeah, I'm eating clean like every day or I'm working out three times a week. Three times a week, that's like not even a lot. But you know what (laughs) I mean? Like I just more, I'm like, I want to be conscious of like the decisions I make and the things I do for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think- That was such a, I'm so sorry. that was such a long rant. (laughs) But that's- I feel like you needed that. That's where I'm at. Like I'm processing out loud, like where I've been going through. And I know (laughs) quarantine, eating healthy, working out- something every freaking person is thinking about whether they're super aware that they're not or they're like I've been killing it like everyone's thinking about it you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah I think in
1: this time like this is just one of those things where things things are harder we are emotional um that makes you want to sleep more that makes you want to eat more that makes you want to not work out more and not move your body um I something one of my someone I follow once. And it's also, it's just, I've heard this multiple places. Like your body is kind of like a temple. And I don't think you need to be like slaying away every single day, cutting calories and burning through fat. That's not what I'm talking about. But I do think there comes a point where it's like, you want to take care of your temple.
0: Yeah, You live
1: here and it, it serves you every single day. Yeah, And if it only takes you 15 minutes to have a stretch session, do it. Because you yes. owe it to your body. Oh,
0: my God. And if it's coming out of a motivation of gratitude, like, yeah. I'm going to do this because, like, I'm so thankful that, like, I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not, like, oh, my God, like, she looks so good. And and did you see how everyone was, like, oh, she looks so good. She's so skinny. And now I feel dumb because, like, no one says that about me. Like, the, that's the whole thing. Like, you have to, like, really strip it down and see, like, where you're coming from. Yeah. And I remember, like, Lizzo posted something. I love her and I love how she combats like when people are like why are you praising this girl she's like so unhealthy like she's gonna die like the stuff she reposts I'm like she's gonna die people need to chill out but she posted the other day like she eats vegan she's like constantly eating like obviously she does her own thing too sometimes but she tries to eat clean she works out like constantly Like she's always posting her workouts and she's like, I've been working out every day for the past, like however many years, but her body looks the way it does. And like, she loves her body and she's confident in it, but she does those things to pour into herself to feel healthy and good. And so it's just like, I feel like we all need to like strip away, like, oh, you have to like work out any cleaner else, like blah, 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 blah. And because you have to get skinny. It's like, no, we can do these acts out of like a place of just loving ourselves and loving our bodies. You know what I mean? And like the truth is,
1: um, you should want to eat clean because your body works better when you eat clean, not because you want to get skinny. Yeah. You know? And if you want to eat fast food, you should eat it because you, that sounds good. Not because that's all you eat or, or it's coming from a place of laziness or it's coming from a place of punishment because- your body will not work well on fast food alone. Yeah. Like it's just not. Yeah. You will see a result from it. So it's like finding that balance of I'm going to enjoy this splurge meal mm-hmm. because I want to, not because you're punishing yourself or because of laziness. And I'm going to eat healthy because I want to. Yeah. Simply because, because like of the a way want, it feels. not because of a comparison,
0: yeah. not because you're. What did, you said something the other day and I love the way you said it. You were like, someone was asking you about motivation. And you oh. said something about like, you love the way you f- something about how yeah. you felt or something. Yeah, Can you yeah. say that? Yes. I liked how you said that.
1: So uh, my manager the other day uh, out of nowhere, text me and was like, Hey, I have a personal question for you. And I was like, okay, what's up? And she was like, how do you stay motivated? I was like, what do you mean? She was like, how do you stay motivated with like eating healthy and working out um, and, and just staying mentally healthy? Like, mm-hmm. how do how do you do that? And I, I was like, honestly, I feel like I don't Yeah. <laughs> because no one does to be, yeah. you know, no one's perfect. Um, I was like, but I will say this has been a long time coming, like years, um, that I've been, I've been pouring into, I would like to say taking care of my temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's happened is I've gotten so much out of the feeling of how I, I know how it feels when I'm on top of it. Yeah. When I'm eating healthy, when I'm working out, not, not, not like extremely, but like if I do get a little bit of cardio and I'm eating decently mm-hmm. every day, I feel so good. So it, what's happened is it's made those splurge meals less enjoyable because I feel, I feel gross afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, an, it's like banking. Everyone says you deal with a lot of real money. And so, you know, when the fake money comes your way because you've dealt with so much real, like I, yeah. I've become addicted to how good I feel mm-hmm. when I'm on it, that I hate how I feel when I'm off. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I don't cheat. Cause I do. Yeah. I, I need those cheats. Cause that gets me through the week. Um, and then even like yesterday I ordered fries for the table cause I was starving because yeah. I worked my ass off, that yeah, day, yeah, you know, and I needed some kind of carb. Like I felt, I felt depleted. Yeah. So it's not. I didn't let myself eat the entire bowl of fries, but I got myself some fries. Yeah. You know, it's this balance thing where where I know how how I want to feel. Yeah. And I, I'm i starting to find that line where it's like, okay, I'm craving fries.
0: I'm going to have some.
1: Yeah. But I don't need to finish the whole thing.
0: No, I, lo- I literally love that because it's not it's not tied to like because i fit in this size it's mm-hmm. because i look like this it's because yeah. this line pops out on my body it's like no it's this inner feeling where i know like i feel good like i'm functioning well i feel healthy mm-hmm. i feel you know what i mean and yeah. i think that's that's where i'm getting at is like i think the motivation is everything like absolutely make or break but that's it, with everything in life, if I'm doing my job at a hundred percent because I'm just trying to get my boss to notice me and and um tell me that I'm doing amazing. The thing is, is I've done that before and Mm -hmm. I've killed it on a project. But when I presented it, she was busy. Her mind was on other things. And she said, that's great. Go ahead and push it forward and walked out of the room. Instantly, all of the work that I did was nothing. (laughs) And I was defeated. I felt like crap, like whatever. You you were wanting that validation and you didn't get it. Yeah, whereas when I am doing a project because I'm genuinely like, this is gonna impact all these kids I work with and I can't wait like just to give it to them and right. I hope it helps. And it's not a tie to like, I hope I get recognition. I hope I, it's like, no, my focus is on them because I know that this is something hopefully like is going to be taken and help them out. Yeah. Then my
1: project feels like fulfilling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But something that's so interesting, Taryn knows this, but like if you had asked me a couple of years ago, like why I worked out so hard all the time, I would say, because I want to look snatched for my future husband. Yeah. Well, guess what? You
0: used to, oh my gosh, yes. you used to always say that. That was
1: my motivation. I yep. was like, I am going to look so hot for my husband. He's going to <laughs> love me, you know? And here, here we are. I'm 30, still single. Oh, so at same. a certain point, it's like when that motivation goes away. Yeah. Because I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it for him, wherever the hell he is. And <laughs> <laughs> I I had to come to a, a place where I was like, okay. I shouldn't be doing it. Even though I would say that's kind of a healthy motivation. It still wasn't for me. Yeah. And like, he's not here. And then one day I am going to get married and I'm not going to want to work out for him anymore. Yeah, Like that's not, that's going to go away because right now there's this mystery, perfect man in my head, you know, just because we don't know who he is, but like eventually like that's going to die down and I'm going to lose that motivation. Long story short, the message we take away from this, you got to do it for you, boo.
0: You got to do it for you. And you got to find, you got to find that deep place that is not tied to like how you look or how others are going to perceive you. It has to be comparison, something deep. Like Ash was saying, like, I love that feeling of when I'm healthy, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And for me, it's like, no, like I have this body that functions Mm -hmm. and like, I don't want to take that for granted. Like I want to like be grateful for what I've been given and like, I also, obviously, like I mentioned, like I've tied it to even my relationship with God where I'm like, I want to like use the things you've given me to like, hopefully point people back to you in some way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm just really excited. And I've been really working on, um, who I follow on Instagram. That's been helping me too, of like Mm -hmm. these women who have like embrace their bodies for who they are and just are gorgeous. Like, I mean, Ashley Graham, I look at her and I'm like, I can't. Yeah. And then like the other day you told me I look like her and I was like freaking out. I was like, what? But it's like, that's how like morphed my mind is to where like, I don't see similarities and like, who knows? Like we could have similar body types. We could have different, like one could be bigger, one could be smaller, but it's like, that's not what matters. And what I think is so beautiful about her, minus the fact that she just is drop dead gorgeous, yeah. is she has this glow about her that you can tell she just loves who she is. Yeah, And that is so contagious, you because know? Because once you come to that place, you just ooze confidence because yeah. you don't care anymore. Yeah, and even you yelled at me the other day because you were like, stop wearing baggy clothes, like I wore like pants and a tight shirt and Ashley was like, stop. You need to just like not I show had, off I my had body. I a full
1: moment and I will, I will, I will give grace because we, it is COVID and yeah. it's a pandemic and <laughs> yeah. we are all in our sweatpants and hoodies. Like I Constantly. get that, but I'll hear Taryn talk about being in like a dark place or whatever, but then I'll see her go and like put on real clothes. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like (laughs) you have this tiny waist that no one sees. I forgot it was there. Like, you know, like, and it was like, she looked so gorgeous and it was just the most flattering outfit I had seen her wear in probably like weeks because she was only wearing sweatshirts and a hoodie, which relatable, like we're all there again. But like I was, Oh man, Taryn,
0: but you I need think part of it that too was like me walking and just being like, like in that day, like I got ready for myself. Like mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just those little things I think we need to watch for, especially during this freaking weird time. Weird, weird, weird wow. time. I don't know why we went in so hard, but honestly, really every time like me and Ash go on a tangent where we get passionate, I always think I'm like someone... Right now, listening, like needed needed to to hear this. this. I needed to hear this. (laughs) So, I guess I'll. Should I just sacrifice my story? No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay. Or oh, I know. I'll do my tearing it up. Yeah, yeah. And then you can do your story because my tearing it up is pretty funny. Yeah, let's do that. And I never have a tearing it up. I
1: know. I was. I I was like, yes, this is good. Also, I do want to say I feel like you guys have been stepping up the tearing it ups. The last one, the last like handful have been like extra so funny freaking funny so good yeah yeah we love we freaking love when you guys send it in if you guys don't know what our turn it ups are if you're new to the V podcast welcome um this is the segment where you guys send in like really funny moments that you've experienced that have happened to you that are awkward embarrassing stuff like that um and we live for it because it gives us a good laugh
0: it's and we need we more all laugh. need more laughs this year we need some laughs Okay, so I just want to make sure. Yes, anonymous. Hey, oh, it's <laughs> the title got me because it says I thought it was chocolate, and I was like, oh, oh god, no! But it's not what you think. Okay, good.
1: Or maybe it is. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, Taryn and Ashley, do you hear hey. that? Hey. Oh, they Again, put the guys, tea first. I'm not freaking convinced that more emails start like this, and Ashley just chooses to read her name first. <laughs> I'd like to be anonymous. alphabetical. (laughs) Sure. Sure. We'll we'll say it's that. Okay. Um, I like to be anonymous because you never know who is listening and I'd rather not be associated to this awful story. Girl, I don't think. I get that. Actually, I don't even know if this is a girl. I need to look at the email address, see if I can Mm -hmm. guess. Um, okay. I love your guys' podcast and find it so relieving to hear that other girls. Oh, (laughs) she's a girl. (laughs) Other girls are going through the same trials as me. I have an embarrassing slash disgusting tearing it up story that I've tried to forget, but feel it is time to relive it. So here we go. Thank God. I know (laughs) for our pleasure. Thank Thank you. you. I was sitting around the dinner table with my family one night a couple years ago. And after we ate, my dad pulled out an expensive and unique chocolate bar. He said he had gotten it from someone at work and he was excited for us to try it, at some point he was passing a square of chocolate out to all five of my siblings. Wow, five! Imagine oh, that's big—that's a full house. Yeah. I said something rude, and I got dismissed from the table. <laughs> <laughs> I do you remember like that yeah. age where your yeah. parents could still be like, "Go to your room," yeah. and you'd be like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "Don't miss that." I don't either. Uh-uh. Okay. She put, typical teenage me. I was quite angry that all my siblings were enjoying this chocolate without me and was determined that I would get a piece of it one way or another. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My punishment for being rude at the table was that I had to sweep the kitchen after dinner. Moping around the kitchen and dragging the broom behind me, I was sweeping under a chair and I saw a little piece of chocolate on the floor. Huzzah, I thought. (laughs) 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 That made me laugh so hard. Oh, I'm going to get to try this chocolate after all. I put down the broom and climbed under the table to reach the forbidden piece of chocolate. I love her. I know. I know me too. My dad walked into the kitchen right as I was reaching for the chocolate crumb. So I hurried and grabbed it and sneakily stuck it in my mouth then rushed to get out from under the table. As soon as the crumb hit my tongue, I knew something wasn't right. This crumb was far too crunchy to be a creamy delicacy (laughs) (laughs) and much too lightweight to be the rare and expensive (laughs) chocolate bar my dad had made it out to be. All these thoughts happened instantaneously as the chocolate, quote-unquote chocolate, marinated in my mouth. (laughs) I spit the crumb out onto the floor, and to my utter disgust, I was not looking at a piece of expensive and delicious forbidden chocolate. What do you think it is? I, I would
1: have never guessed this. Some kind of insect? Oh, <laughs> a burnt piece of. She said,
0: toast. No, I was looking right at a very dead, crumbly, dried up, roly-poly. <laughs> 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 yep, I ate a roly poly or almost <laughs> ate one. I thought I was sneakily disobeying my dad That's and getting so a piece of this special chocolate, but instead was munching on a dead and decaying roly poly. That is so good. The lesson, folks obey your father because you never know what the consequence will be. Oh Love my you guys. gosh. Love Anonymous. Oh my gosh. So good. That was like so perfectly written.
1: Oh my god, that was hilarious! So I good. could not imagine.
0: Like that's like, ew.
1: Just <laughs> ew. I can, I can, t- I can, I can picture and I can imagine the weight of the roly poly like on her tongue.
0: Yeah, and Compared the funny to, like, thing, like a piece of
1: chocolate. Like I also would have been like, wait. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the wait. funny thing is, she would have probably never eaten it if her dad wasn't walking in the room and she did it out of like pure panic. She would have like, looked fast. at it closely. Yeah, yeah. and then so also picking so it up like. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> But that's like, dude. When you're a kid, you're so just like so stupid on like I'm gonna get what I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So funny. (laughs) God, so good. Okay. Um, I feel like we're like halfway through what a normal episode would be. So I feel Uh like you should just do your story.
1: Let's see. Let's see. All right, my story today is titled "An Adult and Depressed Boyfriend." Oh. Um and it's not anonymous, so I, I, I don't I, I fully understand the anonymity that we would like, but I love when yeah. we have a name because it helps with my, you know, picturing yeah. the story. Okay, here we go. She gets into it. Hello girls. First of all, love what you both do. Aww. I'm Patty from Mexico and I'd like some advice about adults and depression. I'm 26 years old and my boyfriend is 33. We met and became a couple six months ago and everything had been just fine until now. As I got to know him, I found out about his past. A month before we had met, he had attempted to end his life for the first time without success. Mm -hmm. After that, he found many activities that gave him joy and started therapy. Then we met and I met this loving and amazing guy who was thriving with life. Now with quarantine, he's unable to go to training, or to play with his band, and of course, no therapy. Oh, gosh. We spent four months together during quarantine, but now we're not because I started working again. We see each other during the weekends, which works fine for both of us. Lately, I noticed him a little distant. We ended up having a conversation, which we do a lot, and always very successfully sharing our feelings and points of view. And I noticed many signs of depression. She puts in, uh, parentheses. I studied um psychology in school, oh, okay. even though I don't work as one. So got it, kind similar. of similar, yeah. yeah, similar to Darren. The signs included loss of interest in many important areas of his life, including me and our relationship. He basically told me he doesn't feel interested in me, in his band, oh in gosh. his dog, or anything at all. Really, at first, I took it very personal and cried a lot in mm. all caps. I ended up understanding he has a past with depression, and it had came again. With the feeling of feeling empty, feeling alone and unworthy of love, which I feel like is so, yeah, so like across the world right now. This oh is what my people gosh, are struggling yeah. with. So I'd like some advice on my situation. It hurts me to know he feels so empty and alone and without the possibility of going to therapy or a psychiatrist because he's being paid half of his paycheck with this pandemic. My psychologist brain wants to help him, but I'm also his girlfriend. So I ended up feeling hurt and it's personal. Mm -hmm. He's such a loving and caring person and I don't want to lose him over this period of depression. Love you girls. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Greetings from Mexico. Love your pod. Patty. Oh, Patty. I'm so sorry. That's That's so hard. This is one of those things that um, I think is crazy about where our world is at today. Mm hmm everyone is dealing with these feelings on, on to varying degrees, obviously, but it, it's the same feeling of, of no purpose of emptiness of yeah. no love, especially if you're single. Yeah. Like there's just like, there's a lot going on or maybe even worse if you're in a relationship and still feeling that lonely, yeah. you know? Um. So I, I think I'm really happy Um. that, you shared the story Patty because i feel like so many people oh yeah are are feeling the exact same way that you are and that your boyfriend is yeah. um i know our house that we're in there i don't know if you guys don't know um i have there's four girls in this house so there's three mm-hmm. other girls besides me i think all of us have taken turns being extremely yeah. depressed. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of this unspoken thing that if the door is shut yeah. <laughs> and you know, the lights are low or or whatever, we need to give them space a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think I think um this this is very relatable and I think people need to hear this. When it comes to having a past with depression, it does get a little heavier. Mm-hmm. And um obviously he struggled with this um on a on a much deeper level. So I think it's really hard because um, the, there's blurred lines right here, um, being in a relationship but also wanting to help the person. It, it's it's difficult being the accountability partner partner and the person that, that yeah you can vent to and also being the loving girlfriend. Yeah. Um. So if at all possible, I don't know your guys' circle or your or your family situation, but if there's anyone else that you think could help him through this, I would really encourage you to try to have that situation happen. So it's not all on your shoulders because that's, that's really heavy. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Um. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think that it takes a very strong and rare person to be someone's like accountability and almost like therapist and not take things personal Yeah. because which I freaking applaud you for being able to, um, Obviously deal with the emotions that come from someone you love being like, I'm not interested in you, Mm -hmm. but also seeing the bigger picture. I think in relationships in general, if we were able to not listen to specific words, but see like, okay, he just said that like clearly out of anger, clearly out of sadness, whatever. So trying to trace back like what, what is this really like coming from, you know? Yeah. We would get our feelings hurt a lot less. Um. I think that there's levels in where obviously when you're with someone, um, you know, just like if you were to date someone with like a, a physical disability, like you obviously learn to assist and help them and kind of mold your life around like what's going on with that. Yeah. Um, mental illness is, is you know, even though you can't see it, like it's just as like prevalent, you know. So right, yeah. so I think that there are things that if you stay with him and people who do deal with depression, like there are things like you're going to have to support him and walk with him through and all that stuff. But I will say because he does have a past where he's actually taken action to end his life. It's a lot, it's a lot more of an area that I think he needs to be seeking professional help. Yeah. Um, I mean, with the whole, I mean, it's, it's so hard when, when finances get involved because, you know, like. Because your first instinct is to say we need a professional here. I, now I will say that I think that if, if you really dig, you could find somewhere, um, even like, I mean, churches have, you know, places that they can like recommend, um. And I like I don't think you would have to like be a Christian necessarily. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. think you can reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I would look at insurances. I would look at colleges that maybe have their graduate students that are doing like Zoom sessions to try to get their hours. Like I would really like look into just finding someone for him to talk to, um, because that that may that does make me concerned for him the fact that he is kind of spiraling and during this time like it's just so isolating so, so isolating. um yeah I would definitely recommend pushing for that um obviously too we've talked about this so much like you have to put your mask on before someone else is so mm-hmm. I think you do need to pay attention to how you are being affected yeah. and that's not a selfish thing because in reality if you if you're being brought to a place where you're not healthy, you're going to snap at him. You're not going to be empathetic. You know what I mean? So, which is going to be harmful to him too. So I would really make sure that you're okay and you're being filled up. And, um, you know, if, if you have those conversations where he says something that just breaks your heart, that you're going to someone else and like talking through those things and then coming to him when you're at a stronger place, um, just because I'm imagining he's just really delicate right now. Um, but I think that honest, honestly, my first advice would be to really try to find some type of professional or confidant or support that he can get because he needs to start talking to someone. He
1: really does. And I think, you know, worst case, if there isn't anyone that you can find just in in this instance, if there is any like older, wiser male figure in his life yeah. that he feels comfortable with. I would highly encourage like even just talking to someone right now yeah. is such an important thing. And, you know, obviously we would prefer for it to be a professional who's yeah. someone licensed who understands what they're doing. Um, But at the same time, if that's not an option, simple communication is where it starts. Yeah. And if, if there's anyone that is like coming to your mind right now that fits that description, I would just like really really try to see if that's an that's an option if you yeah. could just like get him to just simply talk.
0: Yeah. And I would I mean if you like we've talked about this before. We had an episode a while ago now but where someone wrote in who was a friend of someone who was struggling with suicidal thoughts and and we talked about like I think when you're in that position where you're a friend of someone dealing with depression or anxiety or whatever um there is a sense of responsibility that you need to educate yourself on mm-hmm. What, what are, what exactly are they going through? Not just hearing what they say they're going through, which is very important, but also just reading up on it and seeing, well, what can I do? Like, what are things that are helpful? What are things that are harmful? Um, you know, there's so many like suicide hotlines and stuff that I'm sure you could call as someone who's like, Hey, like I'm dating someone with a past of this what are resources you guys would recommend? Like, I'm sure that they Actually, have no. I know those are out there. Oh, completely. Yeah, go, go so, find that. so I would look for that too. Um, you know, like alcoholics, they have Al-Anon, which is like I think that's for like the wives or family members of alcoholics, and mm-hmm. it's like they go through their own steps and learning about what their partner or their person, or family member is going through. Yeah but they're also being filled up with tools and things that they can do for themselves. So I think there is, there is something to where like you can be equipping yourself and protecting yourself. And by you doing that, that is the most loving thing you can do for him too. So I would definitely like do some research, um, you know, start suggesting like fun activities to do with him that involve his passions. Like maybe be like, Hey, like, you said he's a musician. So like, why don't you bring your guitar? Like, let's go sit at the beach, like, and just like play guitar. Like, I would love that. Like for me, instead of making it like, you need to do this stuff. Like you're not happy. Like you need to like, be like, Hey, like, um, I would love if we like went to the beach. Can you bring your guitar? Like, I would love if you played like, you know what I mean? Like try to just like make things feel natural, but that are bringing out those things that make him happy too.
1: Yeah. I feel like, uh, something that we've discovered there's actually a lot of things that we've discovered that have helped us through this quarantine and, and depressing year. Um, one of them has been like every day around like five 30 or six, Taryn and I and our roommates will, you know, we'll, we'll call it happy hour, but it doesn't, it's <laughs> yeah. <so> not <laughs> like we're, alcoholic and having yeah, no, no, alcohol every no. single day <laughs> but like whether it's a drink or a snack or just sitting outside it's like us getting out of the inside of the house sitting in a circle outside it's intentional enjoying mm-hmm. the outside air and having a conversation it's yeah. usually like no phones or there's like music in the background yeah and we're just chatting and relaxing it's a very intentional like half hour to 45 minutes yeah of us just chatting and being outside of the house, and I can't even begin to express how much that has helped me. Oh yeah! And then um, I've been going for walks mm-hmm. avidly, like like a mom, like like <laughs> like speed walking down the yeah. street, you know, like as 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 silly as it sounds, that has been so therapeutic for me because I'm listening to music. I'm listening to a podcast or a sermon or something and I'm outside and I'm getting something done and I'm moving. And there's something, there really is something physical that happens when you get your blood moving yeah. that literally no, gives so you serotonin mm-hmm. and it does make you feel better. And I know it it feels like work to get out and move, um, but like the immediate effects that come with that are undeniable no it's so, so true like maybe encouraging a nice walk in the evenings yeah. um music cooking together um happy music so like being very intentional about like not having emotionally sad yeah. depressing music but like upbeat uplifting music yeah um stuff like that even the shows you watch like I think it's important
0: no, at, yeah. at this point
1: of where we're at like if the shows are bringing you down you gotta scratch the show yeah like let's start putting on some light hearted stuff you know yeah
0: and I think too, like, you know, like it's going to be hard because there's going to be days where you plan this fun thing and he's like, no, not into it. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know? So I think there's, there's, there's a, a level of tough skin. You have to like kind of prepare mm-hmm. because there's going to be days he's just not, that's just what happens. Like yeah. there's days where I'm like, you guys will all be like, oh, like, let's go for a walk or let's go drive by the beach. And when I'm in those moods, I'm like, that literally sounds terrible. And I know that if I would have just like forced myself to get in the car five minutes in, I probably would have been fine. Mm -hmm. But I can't get over that hump of being like to go. Like, and I'll just be like, no, I want to stay home, you know? Yeah. So I think you should be prepared for that and then decide, like, maybe that means you know, you're like, oh man, that's such a bummer. I like would have loved to do that. I'm still going to go drive down and just sit at the beach for like five minutes. Um, let me know, like I, um, I'm going to leave in like 10 minutes. Let me know if you're ready. And, and maybe like him seeing you like do stuff, like eventually he's going to be like, oh, okay. Like I'm going to go, you know, like just kind of tiptoe around, feel, feel him out, things like that. But, um, yeah. Also if
1: he's not on board, it's okay to do it. On your own for yourself. No, it is okay. Don't feel like you're leaving him out or not supporting him by going on a walk alone or sitting outside by yourself because you need this just as you know, just as No, like send him a picture of
0: the water if you're at the I mean, I don't even know where (laughs) where you live. We don't know where you are. (laughs) Um, but just being like, Oh, it was beautiful today or like you know what I mean? Like just I think it's just making those small steps, but again. Most importantly, trying to help him get connected to yeah. someone he can talk to. Yeah, But we definitely are sending you our prayers and vibes and um, hoping that he is able to just find something that he can kind of latch on to. Um, and for any of you listening, if you're going through this, like we hope this has helped you too. And just know you're seriously not alone. Like even the strongest people who never have dealt with like depression or anything are starting to feel the effects of it. So um, you're not alone Um, and you are so worth taking the time to like, make sure you're getting what you need. So Mm -hmm. reach out to a friend. Um, If you reach out to a friend and you're like, Hey, I've been struggling and they're like, Oh, that sucks. Reach out to a different one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Okay. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're not picking up what I'm laying down here
0: (laughs) completely. Find someone that you feel supported and heard um, and that takes you seriously because this this is a time we need other people more than anything, so. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much
1: Yeah, for being vulnerable enough to share this with us because, again, everyone's experiencing this to a different degree and it needs to be talked about. Like, we can't not talk about it. It's just yeah. gonna make it worse. No. So I, totally I very agree. much appreciate you sharing your guys' story. Yeah, I know. I love that.
0: Hey, guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family.
1: We love you guys so much, and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for the your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And, uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. All right, so I'm going to
0: end us with a dad joke. Yes, we love ending
1: all of our episodes now with a dad
0: joke on a happy note. You know, I really just, I just really forced this into the makeup of our podcast. She really did. It's one of my greatest accomplishments Mm -hmm. in life. Um, anyways, my friend Kyle sent this to me and it is actually cool. We like grew up together. Mm -hmm. And then one day he hit me up and was like, I love your podcast. And I was like, what? You listen to our podcast? He's one of our five percenters or 10 percenters. We appreciate you, Kyle. Tell all your friends, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he sent a dad joke and was like, Hey, dad joke for the pod. And I was like, Oh my God, this is great. Okay. It says my friend works in it. And I asked him, how do you make a motherboard? He said, "I usually tell her about my job." Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> a mother board, motherboard, mother board. Mm-hmm. That was good. You get
1: it. Ash? Good job, Kyle. That's a good one. <laughs> wow! I love watching Ashley's face. Like usually, like I go from like blankly staring to yeah, I get it now. To yeah. like. And then
0: she'll kind of get this like smile and nod. nod. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to
1: today's episode. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. We love you. Also, I just want to say, can I say something? If you're still here, um, how pumped are we that it's almost September? which means October is around the corner. Oh my
0: gosh. Are which we- means
1: our October series is going to be back. Oh my You know, gosh. we're doing it.
0: Okay. Well, they, you guys should start sending stuff in. Cause we got to prep. I think we really should. So remind me <sighs> next
1: episode to say at the oh top of the episode, cause right now we're talking to like our core, yeah. our core <laughs> listeners. Um, my mom. My hey mom. <laughs> my dad. My mom. Uh, so if you guys have, if you guys weren't around last year, you really should binge our October series, Dude. which was nothing but scary stories. Yep. And if you guys don't know, Taryn and I love this Ugh, stuff. Love we it. love a good murder mystery. We love a scary story, like who done it, what's going to happen yep. kind of situation. We live for it. And we created some like fun videos to go with it. So same thing's going to happen this year. I can't wait. Nothing's stopping us. 2020 cannot hold us back from our October nope. series. So if you have any scary stories, please, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how scary. We want it. We want all of it. Send it our way. Title it October Series. And um, maybe you'll get to hear your story in October. It literally was my favorite thing. At the top of last year, after we did our first episode, I was legit like, wait, should we change our topic Dude, I know. Because I was so into it, so I, I was like, maybe we shouldn't do advice anymore. Maybe we should do a scary, Just story scary stories. Just scary stories. We gave watch. advice on how not to get murdered and yeah. stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, there was like, oh, girl, you shouldn't have done that right, and yeah. stuff like that. But, oh um, yeah, Can't we wait. lived for it. So you never know maybe 2021 will bring a second yep. podcast <laughs>
0: Second. that's like freaking Two ashley podcasts. what's her name ashley flowers, flowers from crime junkie every other week she's like listen to my new podcast <laughs> about ghosts I'm and like, my new podcast like, about Pearl."
1: how many podcasts are you <laughs> in but i mean that Love could be us it.
0: we could both that quit could our full-time jobs Draw. and just dive just in headfirst to podcasting
1: <laughs> we'll have this like deep dark like man cave but it'll be a podcast Dude, cave yes and we just never yes. emerge I'm down. <laughs> Living for it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, let's just shoot. say bye before we keep yeah, talking. I want you ready to go. Bye. bye.